This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh Houts. What in the last emergency pod of the preseason is a big one. Thanks for tuning in. We have got together, Josh and I, on a Sunday to discuss some pretty big news for the Miami Dolphins. And Joshua, the Miami Dolphins have decided to extend a defensive tackle for three more years. Yeah, one of our uh, book club alumni, right? I mean, the guy that we did, I believe, a nursery book club on, Zach Sealer, um, signed a three-year extension. Yeah, who would have thought? So we're gathered here today on this Sunday to discuss this. But, Jake, you and I both, um, while I was in two fantasy drafts today, you only did one. Um, We're both in a league together. What did NFL.com say that your final score was? Because I I am just dying to tell you mine. So it is that Sunday, right, right before where all the standard, like, old-fashioned old people leagues are going on, none of your fancy best ball or anything like that. Old-fashioned keeper league. And, Josh, this is a league I've operated for more than a decade. I usually get D's or F's. It's been rough. But this year, man, I got a B. Projected record, 8-5. and five. Yield the Randy Moss. Finish with a solid, if unspectacular, draft performance. Taking the first overall. That's not true because we do a keeper. Uh, delivering a team that has the ability to reach the postseason. They acquired a foursome of wide receivers with the most room for improvement. That's great, man. That sounds like a good fortune cookie. That sounds like I'm about out on a Friday night, had a couple of my ties, and that's just the confidence boost at the end I needed just to know I made the right choice. Yeah, I'm, I'm very – that was very cute of them to give you that nice grade <laughs> because are you ready for mine? Okay, so I, I got a C, which I'm going to be honest, man. That's basically my high school, you know, roll, you know, bring my – In the wheelhouse. Home. Yes, right, right in the wheelhouse. But 0 and 13. They got me going 0 and 13 <laughs> and finishing last after selecting 10 – after with the C, after selecting tenth overall, Tua Chase Hill down the hall is projected to finish twelfth and highly questionable. While the projections aren't ideal, the squad is presented with an opportunity to prove them wrong once the games begin. They landed a foursome of wide receivers with plenty of room to grow. But uh, yeah, you can literally not get a worse. I mean, the grade was fine. A C. They buttered me up How with that. But that not win a game. Not a single game. That's brutal. I may. I got to go back and look at my roster. I know that I wasn't the happiest about it but god oh and 13 my lord so we're gonna post a picture of this and josh we need to we need to think of something that happens each week until you win so there's got to be some sort of punishment every week until you get a win um everyone listening to this pod everyone tuning in 
throw us your suggestions because I think this is going to be really funny to keep track of now getting Josh's daily updates. Oh, and 13th. That's insane, man. Like, how- Yeah, I, I will say it, it probably means it's good for me, I think, because not only am I underestimated, but there was once before where I think I was graded pretty bad on like ESPN and I tweeted it out with my roster and people were like, dude, why'd you draft so-and-so? They suck. And then I went on that year to win the championship. So um, we'll see what happens. But man, the C grade was fine. Oh, and 13. That was a kick in the nuts. From C to Sealer, Josh, we all throughout this preseason thought Christian Wilkins would be that guy that the Dolphins would ink to a long-term extension. There was all the PR, you know, uh, Christian will return to the field when he's ready. We understand his value. We understand why he's doing this. It kind of seemed like they were walking the same direction down the same street. However, here we are on August 27th, and suddenly, Josh, three guys hoping to get a new contract this offseason Connor Williams, Christian Wilkins, Zach Sealer. Who would have thought Zach Sealer would be the first one to ink a deal? Yeah, I don't even know. I mean, a lot of us pretty high on Zach Sealer, like what he brings to the team, but I don't know if out of those three guys, any of us would have said he'd be the first one to sign. So to get Zach Sealer locked up for the next three years, I do think it's funny after coming. We we will break down uh, the week three preseason game earlier. Uh, what, tomorrow we're going to do that, I believe, Jake? Yeah. But, um, it's funny that this came a day after that all uh, defensive line looked, uh, you know, very skeptical up front, um, being gashed early on in that game. And then they, before the plane even drops, they probably had this deal written up and ready to go. But um, I like the move for the Dolphins. But again, I don't know what it means for the Christian Wilkins hopeful extension that we're all hoping for. So Adam Schefter had the numbers first. He said it was a three-year extension worth up to 38.65 mil with about 20 mil guaranteed. I think Cam will follow that up with uh, numbers slightly lower. Um, But Josh, just for the sake of this, you think about that 20 million guaranteed number, you have to wonder maybe you're making 11, 12, 13 mil over those first two seasons. That's where a lot of that guaranteed money is. And if I was to tell you, I mean, I don't want to discredit or anything, but when you see someone like Devon Godshaw, let's say, making 10 and a half mil per year, Getting Zach Zeeler for, you know, that rough estimate, 12 mil or so. I mean, man, that, that seems pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you got to like the deal. Again, you a lot of people wanted to see the Christian Wilkins extension come first, right? We wanted to see that happen months ago. But um, to get Zach Zeeler locked up at these numbers, I mean, you got to feel pretty confident what they're doing here in Miami. I mean, all offseason long, I mean, every contract that has come, right? you got to feel pretty confident in this front office and their ability to get these guys locked up. So, um, is Connor Williams next? Is is Christian Wilkins? I mean, I don't know. I joked with you and Merrick in the group chat and said, are they going to sign Zach Sealer and give Jonathan Taylor a new deal for the same price as Christian Wilkins? And um, Jake, are they going to do that? That is the million dollar question, man. And I think it starts with the idea of can you really build around Zach Sealer being that guy in the middle? It was kind of annoying watching that third preseason game with the Jags because uh, all we heard throughout the preseason was this idea of the Dolphins are trying different things, right? They're not really going out there and doing the bread and butter, the RPOs, just what the offense is really going to run on, right? They're running the football a lot more. Uh, They're trying some different routes. And that's why, you know, no one really freaks out if there's an interception, whatever it may be. Against the Jags, man, the Jags were just like, it was so obvious that Wilkins and Sealer went out there, yet they just kept running the football up the middle. What does that teach anybody? That's like when you're playing basketball with someone that's like half your age and you're just yamming on them over and over. It's like this is really helping no one. At least try to, you know, cross them up and make them fall on their butt, make it look a little funny first. Like this was something that was just such a slow, painful death. And I wonder, is putting Zach Sealer in with that group enough? Like, Obviously, he's not getting paid the the magnitude of a Christian Wilkins deal, so you're not expecting nearly as much. But do you feel comfortable having him be that piece with uh, another fun fact? This is his second straight three-year deal he signed with the Dolphins. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think I am. At least, you know, whether or not you bring back Raquan Davis after this season. I mean, we talked about him potentially being that big nose tackle, could work his way into a new deal with the Dolphins. You bring him back, but you have Zach Sealer next to him. I mean, I feel pretty confident what that could do. I mean, we've seen Zach Sealer get better every year here in Miami with the more reps he gets. I had to make sure I wrote down, you know, everyone hates uh, Brian Flores, you know, I guess hates a strong word. Everyone dislikes Brian Flores and wants to put that behind them, but we forget some of these good players that he got on the Miami Dolphins, whether it be Jalen Phillips in the draft, Javon Holland, Zach Sealer claiming him off waivers back in 2019 and Nick seeing Needham. the potential there. I mean, yeah, I mean. Um, Jamal so, Perry's still sticking around. Yeah, so um, what was I saying? Zach Sealer, I do think he could be that, you know, quote-unquote anchor. You see him taking on double teams this preseason. I mean, I, I like this signing, but again, you want to hope that they can somehow bring Christian Wilkins back. But was it Barry Jackson that said, uh, it, with a Wilkins extension or something, they'd be like $65 million over the cap or something insane like that. So, man, again, I don't know how the cap works, and I still think it's a little bit fake. But getting Zach Sealer wrapped up here, you know, the new deal, I think it is a nice thing towards the locker room, right, Jake? I mean, we talked about morale boosting with a Christian Wilkins extension. I'm sure guys see Zach Sealer busting his ass, like you say, getting his second three-year deal whether it be a Josh Boyer defense, Brian Flores, now Vic Fangio, he showed that he can be uh, an asset in this defense, and we're going to need him if the Dolphins want to make that impact that a lot of us hope they can do. Yeah, and uh, with Sealer, too, depending on who you ask, if you want to ask like, um, uh, like an NFL or an ESPN, they'll say he has a three and a half sacks in each of the last two seasons. If you want to ask Pro Football Focus, they bumped that number right up to four. Another thing that Sealer does well that I don't think anyone else on the defensive line really uh, – excelled in last year was knocking down footballs he had three batted balls which is you know not something we really see a lot out of Christian Wilkins just because he's always down there battling two people in the trenches uh stopping the run so Josh this deal when it first came across I was under the impression of sweet this is one this is just a step in the process and then it was Barry and then it was Ian Rappaport who said after months of negotiations with Christian Wilkins the two sides were unable to come to terms Miami eventually turned its attention to Sealer who gets an extension when do you think that attention changed? I, I'd love to get your idea. Did it change when Jonathan Taylor came into the picture? I mean, you mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. Would you kind of trade well, a couple of pods ago at this point? I think I'd say instead, would you trade Christian Wilkins a big contract for him? If it meant you could keep Sealer and Jonathan Taylor longer, is that an opportunity? Do you think that might've had something to do with um, Sealer really being that domino to fall first? Could be, right? I mean, you want to at least not be caught with your pants down, you know, so to speak. If you can't lock Christian Wilkins up, you want to at least have a fallback option there with Zach Sealer. So you get this done now. You can see what type of money you have, what type of assets maybe you can move to make this Jonathan Taylor deal happen. I mean, I again, for as fantasy-oriented as you and I are, you know, the way I at least I'll admittedly say the way I look at this world, I've been wanting this elite running back for so long, but it just seems like uh, the Indianapolis Colts want the perfect deal, and we know how Chris Greer is. He's not going to, I don't yeah. think, fork up that first-round pick, so um, could it be the first domino to fall? Sure, and I mean, if you told me you got to get Christian Wilkins to have Zach Steeler for three years and Jonathan Taylor, I mean, what would you say in that? I mean, that's, it's a, that's, I feel bad even answering that, I think. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's it is like 
I go back and I think I've made this comparison before, but I think of when the Red Sox traded Nomar, right? It was something where this is a great player. He was always on the all-star team, that high batting average always right there. But at the end of the day, it was just something you needed to do. I know the situations are a little different, but it's the heart versus head mentality, right? What's best for the team. And, you know, the bigger issue, Josh, the bigger issue, if we really want to get it all out of our systems and feel better as Christian Wilkins, if it goes that way, none of this should have happened, man. The Dolphins could have drafted Jonathan Taylor. The Dolphins should have re-signed Christian Wilkins to an extension about two and a half years ago when he would have cost $17 million a year and everyone would just be smiling on our way. But those are the issues that happen when you're building a football team. And, and keep in mind, this is, you know, you can blame Greer and it's 100% his fault, sure. But if he made those moves, odds are there's going to be another hole somewhere in the dam that the Dolphins are going to have to cover up as well. Yeah, and that's the thing. You mentioned how we blame Greer. I do blame Greer, but when you look at it, it could also be Christian Wilkins, right? Seeing all these other guys get paid, wanting to wait and see you know, how he could reset the market perhaps. I mean, I don't know what him and his agent are asking for. None of us do. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'd much rather – we would both much rather have Christian Wilkins on our team, but if someone threw that out there, even just in a fantasy world, you know, Jonathan Taylor, Zach Sealer for three years, maybe you bring back Raekwon Davis, would you, prefer, would you be okay with that if you let Christian Wilkins go and – um, that's such a tough question because Christian Wilkins means so much to this team. So hopefully again, they can find a way to maneuver this cap and, and make it work. But, um, it's, it looks a little bit dicier today than maybe it did yesterday after the Zach Sealer signing. And to like the dolphins are reaching that point where they can make big contracts. So they can like break the bank for players, but that's when we're, we're entering the danger zone. Like everyone has wants to have the talk now of like the, uh, capocalypse and different things like that. And compared to the Rams, Something people forget is the Rams had two Super Bowl runs and really pushed all the chips in with that last group, uh, having to trade for Matthew Stafford to really be that piece to push him over the hump. They made it there with Jared Goff and decided to even stick back with that, I think, one more season before going out and adding Stafford. So I think the Dolphins are also in a spot where, like, yes, there, there's looming cap questions down the road. But if you're in a spot where you have some Zach Sealers and other, like a Jonathan Taylor three-year deal, Josh, doesn't look insane when you look at the total cap chart. And then you add that type of talent. You know, it's not worth the Tyree kill level of a first and second round pick. That That's kind of crazy. But if you can make a deal happen with that contract, I just think it's another safer way to kind of walk forward without completely falling over in a year or two. If you make like a, look at the Rams, like the Allen Robinson deal, something like that, where you really just kind of beef it and fall flat in your face. Yeah, and I know Omar was talking about the cap apocalypse that's impending, but I do feel a lot better right now. You know, we talk about how great this team looks on on paper. I mean, I'm happy that the Dolphins are at least taking a swing for it because for so many years we just kind of sat back and uh, take took on mediocrity. So swing for the fences, man. If, if this was your way of, you know, at least having a fallback option, if you can't get Christian Wilkins, somehow land Jonathan Taylor. I mean, how do you stop that offense? And we'll worry about the money situation later down the line. But um, again, hats off to Zach Sealer. Is he finally going to get out of his RV now, Jake? Will he finally get a, like a nice mansion now and, and get married when raise hogs and shit down there? Or what's going to happen now that he got paid big money? That's a good dude. I don't even know if I can guess. That's I mean, after years of living in the art, I think it was like a year and a half there talking about during the broadcast the other day. But man, good for him. He worked his tail off. You mentioned it. You'd like to see Christian Wilkins be that guy, but there's nobody in that locker room who's going to be upset to see Zach Sealer get paid. But Joshua, we will be back. You will see it on your feed Tuesday morning. Some news, some thoughts about the Jacksonville Jaguars Miami Dolphins game. But we thought it'd be important to come on here for 15 minutes or so and just kind of talk about Zach Sealer and this extension. But until then. Hope everyone has a solid Monday, and, and most importantly, fins up. Fins up.